Start your day with a fresh word of encouragement. I'm Paul DeYong, and you're now listening to Words of Life, a daily devotional from our life team. Hey everyone, welcome to Words of Life. It's so great to have you with us today. Scott and I do really pray that these are so much more than just words, but that the Holy Spirit comes alongside you, speaks to you through these words today, and meets you where you're at. Yeah, we really do. We believe that there'll be a breath of heaven on this, and it will be help for your, t- for your today. And right now, we're going to continue on with our theme from the Sermon of the Mount, and more specifically, the Beatitudes. Within the Sermon of the Mount, Jesus taught on eight attitudes that he would love to see in the heart of every believer, and then his response to those attitudes. And today we're going to specifically be looking at the second of these eight Beatitudes. In Matthew 5 verse 4, Jesus said this, Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. What a strange scripture, mourning and blessed. Very strange scripture, huh? Oh, absolutely. When I think of this in the natural sense, um, I think, how can I be blessed when I mourn? How can mourning bring blessing? How can anything good come from those moments of deep pain, sorrow, or grief? I think of the times in my life when it's hurt so deeply uh, that I feel like I can't even breathe, much less take a step forward and carry on. I think of a personal example of when our firstborn daughter was in hospital fighting for her life and we had to leave her there. We felt so hopeless and the pain was just so strong. Yeah, it was. It was It was an extremely tough time. There was definitely mourning that was going on there. And other times when you've had uh, friends and those closest to you who maybe lose a loved one or even a, a child through a freak accident, I don't, I don't think life gets much darker than that. And mourning has this sense of heaviness and fatality on it. Yeah, I even think of close friends of ours who've had to walk through marriages that have failed and crumbled before their eyes, just the pain and the mourning that's been associated with that. Yeah, and and then you read a scripture like that, blessed are those who mourn. I mean, in ministry, Amanda and I have spent uh, 23, 24 years in ministry, and ministry in general, there is always someone who is mourning something. How could this possibly lead to blessing? So true. Uh, I think I find it easier to understand the scripture when I read it from the Passion Translation. And it says this, What delight comes to you when you wait upon the Lord, for you will find what you long for. Powerful. Yeah, let me just read that again. What delight comes to you when you wait upon the Lord, for you will find what you long for. What a a powerful scripture. And when every one of us face these times of mourning, because we all go through it, life gives us opportunities to mourn. What we've learned over the years is that in those moments, we've got a choice to either run from the things of God and the promises of God and remain in our pain, to choose to position my thoughts and my soul in the pain that I'm going through, or I can run to God 
and allow him and his presence to lead me through this current circumstance. It reminds me of the scripture that talks about God can bring good in all things. Not that God is the author of all things, but God can bring good into all things. God is not the author of tragedy. God is not the author of destruction. And those moments, uh, we're not those Christians that are in denial. Those moments are painful. They're not painless, they're painful. But it's in these times that Jesus becomes more real to us than ever before, that we learn to wait on him for the answer. That, that comfort can only come through leaning into him. And I remember watching a friend of mine go through one of the darkest moments of his life. And he chose to run to God. And I've got to be honest, today he's got a revelation of God's love. He's got a revelation of God's comfort that I don't find in many people. But that came from his deep time of mourning running to Jesus and saying, Jesus, I need you in this. And in that, in his mourning, he found blessing. Because there is a huge addition to natural mourning. Uh, there is a spiritual mourning that we face also. I, I don't know about you, but do you remember the moment you had your first spiritual mourning? Oh, absolutely. I, I remember it clear as day, babysitting for my uncle and auntie babysitting my cousins and I just had this moment um, after I put them to bed and just was overwhelmed with the gap, the great divide between God's perfection, all he had for me and my sin and just and I just had this moment of real mourning, of real pain where I realized the distance that was between me and God. Um, and in that moment, I remember running to God. I remember uh, dropping to my knees and crying out to him. And I think that was really my point of salvation, or the beginning of my salvation journey. And his mercy and his peace absolutely saturated me and closed that gap. How about you, Bud? Yeah, I remember a similar moment, probably not as bad as yours because I wasn't as far as yeah. God. Well, <laughs> that's not true, really. Uh, but I remember the moment where I realized that what was required in terms of a standard to be in relationship with God, I could never fulfill. That perfection is his standard. God is a perfect God and he doesn't hold people out because he's angry. He just, perfection and imperfection cannot mix. So I remember having this moment where I realized, I don't know if I can ever get there. And in the same time, mine didn't happen after babysitting. Mine happened actually at a youth camp where I got a revelation of how much Jesus loved me. And the fact that Jesus was the only answer to bridge the gap between my frailty and God's perfection. Not only is he the answer, but Jesus loved me so much that he gave his life to pay the price for the very thing that I could not pay for by myself. It's been said that Jesus gave his life to pay a debt that he didn't owe because I owed a debt that I couldn't pay. And I remember going through this amazing internal journey of extreme mourning at the reality of, I don't know if I'll ever get there, to this extreme gratitude of Jesus, you've already done it. And in that sense, the scripture that we referred to in John 
chapter 5, sorry, Matthew chapter 5, verse 4. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Well, I think it has a very natural outflow and a very spiritual outflow. Blessed are those who mourn in the natural because they will run to God and God will comfort. Second to that, spiritually, blessed are those who mourn over their current state because if they run to God, they will discover a God who can close that gap for them. And our prayer today is that whatever it is you're facing, whatever it is that you're going through, make a decision not to run from God in your mourning but to run to mm, him. That's right. Run to him and say, God, I need you more than ever because we are believing that in these next few days after listening to this, you'll take areas of your life that maybe you've kept to yourself and run from God in, that we would take areas of our lives that maybe we haven't invited God into and we would discover his blessing when we bring mourning to him. Let me pray. Father, I pray that every one of us would live with a commitment to invite you into our mourning, that in natural mourning, you would be real and we would discover a side of you that we couldn't discover in times of ease. But God, in spiritual mourning, that we would run to you in our sorrow and our heartache, we would run to you and we would discover a comfort. We would discover an answer. We would discover a pathway that is in line with your character and your will. So God, I pray a blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for joining us for another encouraging word from the Life Team. Don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. We'd love to have you join us at church this Sunday. If you're in Auckland or Melbourne, check out the website for a location near you. Or you can choose to join us online from wherever you are. Find a service at lifenz.org.